We are in the kitchen of the John Warnell House getting ready to make a dish that would have been traditional for the mid-19th century. To help us with this food preparation is executive chef and owner Jonathan Justice from Justice Drugstore in Smithville, Missouri. Chef, thank you for coming here. It was an honor, Bonnie. It's a pleasure to see you. Okay, so your family is not new to this region and you were already, you are already devoted to preserving the history of the region. That is absolutely correct. The food that we're doing in the restaurant is really, it has to meet a litmus test for me when I'm developing dishes that say something about who we are culturally, where we come from, and where we live geographically. Okay, well thank you for your devotion to that. So what are we gonna be serving today to our guests? So Bonnie, we're going to serve today a meal that is around pork, it's around the pig. And I'll, I'll tell you why and why the pig was so important to this area. When people think of Kansas City and they think of Kansas City beef and the Kansas City strip, those animals really weren't from here. The stockyards were here because the railroad came here and because the railroad ended here, this is where they drove the cattle up from Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas. This is very hilly and rocky and, and, and fairly wooded and this area was very suited for the pig. And so the pig was something, a protein that people could raise here and was suited for, for our geographic region. And when people So used, John Warnell, excuse me, would have served Oh, absolutely, probably at, okay. absolutely. There's and no doubt about it. We have a head here because we know that in those days they used every part of the animal. That's right. It was, it was out of necessity that there was not the uh, economic means for people just to use what we use today. And do you know where the, the phrase living high on the hog comes from? No, That's from I... because the wealthy could use just the loins and the hams, but the poor ate the shanks I and see. the head meat I... and the bellies and that. But generally back then, everybody used everything on the pig. You okay. couldn't afford not to. Now there was uh, leading up into the depression where people didn't have things and then in World War II where there were rations. What we eat today and why we eat it has everything to do with World War II. Now, before World War II, okay. the fat on a pig was worth more than the meat was. It was used in. Did not know. It was that. used in munitions. It was used in cosmetics. Oh. It was used in industrial applications. But because of rations during the war, um, we were forced to find, through research and development, synthetic replacements for those fats, and they became petroleus. And after the war, the hog market dropped out, wow. and pig farmers lost their shirts. And so, for a 50-year period, they started breeding the fat out of the pig. And if it weren't for these uh, farmers right here, it was here in this area and in, in southern Iowa, that were uh, farmers that were really, truly, just for bragging rights, were breeding these heritage animals uh, for state and county fairs, we would have lost those genetic lineages. In the early part of this century, in the early 2000s, chefs started discovering these small farmers that were raising these heritage animals. And, delicious. Uh, and they are delicious, and they're very, very versatile. And you can use everything on the animal. And another aspect is that this is maybe a little Native American, but yes. I feel that if we're going to ask an animal, it's not even really ask, if we're going to demand an animal, give its life, that we respect that life by using everything we can on that animal. It's important to me. And then on top of that, for carbon footprint, we're going to feed everybody. We can't just eat a few parts of something. There is an environmental impact in all animal husbandry and all farming. And the more people say we're feeding 30 people on an animal instead of 15, that environmental yes. impact is lessened. Yes. So, 
Well, you know, and the John, this is obviously so in keeping with the spirit of the John Warnell House because they're trying very hard to preserve history, not just the physical spaces that were created, but the way people live, their devotion then to what we now call, call organic, sustainable, seasonal. Artisanal. Yes, it's, it's the way people right. live. It wasn't, it wasn't artisanal then, it was survival. It was survival. And, and you're right, we preserved everything and we used everything and there was no refrigeration, so you had to cure meats, you had to brine them, you had to smoke them and dry them. They you do them, so good that way. They, they do, and there has been a lost art in that. And, we're trying uh, to revive We're trying it. to revive that. All right, so we've got a pig here. Tell us what we're eating today. What uh, part of the pig are okay. we eating? Okay, we're going to be eating um, some pork shanks yes. or ham hocks that it's the lower part yeah lower part of the shin okay. and the ones we have are our rear shanks which can be a little bit bigger than the front shanks mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and also we have some cured smoked belly that uh that which is the bacon that's <laughs> yeah. right it's not the stomach that's different and then of course and then so that that belly meat um has been cured and then smoked and we're cooking it with some with some stock and some potatoes. It would, it's a fairly simple meal. We would, we're having some cabbage, uh, I'm sorry, uh, sauerkraut yes. that's made from cabbage yes. and apples. This, by the way, this Jonathan apple here, quick story, my family for a couple of generations commercially grew apples over in Western Missouri. When I was a kid, we had uh, 200 acres, 250 acres actually of apples. The Jonathan was what the biggest part of that uh, is that, that why you were named Jonathan? That is why I was named okay. Jonathan. And to my mom's side of the family, my entire life, I was known as White Sap. Oh, that was my nickname. We probably won't talk White about Sap. why you were called White Sap, but okay, so so a way to, you know, the harvest is bountiful. How do you enjoy it throughout the year? So we would cut the, uh, the coleslaw or the yes. cabbage, yes. and then we would slice the apple, yes. and then you take it and you literally the, the cabbage, you crush it with your hands, mm -hmm. and you, uh, you would... Uh, um, kind of breaks it down. Breaks it down, that's right. Yeah. And then um, you press it down and put a weight on it, and a non-reactive crop might be something that would look like this. And if you leave it for about six weeks, you will have incredible sauerkraut. And this is not like the sauerkraut you buy from the store. That is not true cultured sauerkraut. That is pickled cabbage. And that is a different thing. That's a different this animal. Is... Yep. Okay. And and so you won't need to take probiotics if you no. if you ate like that. And so that's a process that you would do in the fall when you were doing your harvesting right. and then all year long you would right. be able to enjoy. So there's some pickled items here uh, and you know the Warnell House is working. I, I know you work directly with growers and grow some things yourself, but they're working with young people who are growing in the area. Right, and, and there's some amazing gardens behind it. the Warnell House. So if you have not been here, you definitely need to come and visit. Garden? This, this house is a true asset to Kansas City. A treasure. And it's a treasure, a treasure. And, and people need to know about it and people need to come and visit it. It is an amazing place and this is an amazing kitchen. You can find things like Grimes Golden, Rome Beauties, oh, apples. Jonathan yes. Apples at your local farmers markets. They are so much better. And also I want to tell you where you can find heritage breeds of animals and this is very important because we're relying on these modern breeds and so few of them that we're losing our genetic diversity and we could spend an entire show talking about why that is important. Yep. But Paradise Meats up in Trimble, Missouri is an amazing resource. They sell retail. It is not like going to... And you're to, not getting a commission for absolutely saying this not. to me. I this do is not, devotion they, right, they to them. Are not, yeah. uh, they are uh, 
cohorts and, and friends in, uh, of mine, but only in that I love what they do. Some of the most famous chefs in this country are buying their pork from this yeah, little facility. So proud of our area. We, and, are, we are true pioneers. And then also, if you can't make the trip up there, there is uh, a group called Heritage Foods USA, and they sell all heritage foods only online. And it's not just meats, they sell other things. I think I saw on the website, they have pawpaws available right now, which mm -hmm. are a beautiful fruit. If you can't get out in the woods to go get your pawpaws in, like so few people can, but I do. But you can find them at the Heritage Foods USA site. So I can't say enough about Paradise Meats and right. Heritage And the foods. more we demand it, the more we use it, that will help continue producing right. the foods that are were meant to be in our best for us. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay.